Good day, Galaxy. Most watching podcast, episode 75. I am Opar. I am Commander Cody. Getting getting it done. Getting real excited up in here. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're the Rogue Watching Podcast. Nerdnonsense.com slash fuck around. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> That's all I can say. Yeah. Um, we can't talk about the beer because we don't have a beer in front of us. So we're not going to do a beer review. So <laughs> three out of three. Three out of three for zero. Zero out, of, zero out of one for preparation. It would have been a one if we brought a beer. But falling through plans. Strange episode. The re- the rebellion stole my plans to uh, purchase the Rebels a beer. stole my beer. That's what happened. <laughs> I'm blaming it on them. Rebel scum. <laughs> yeah, streaming live on Twitch right now. We got the, who is this? The infamous Hex. What's up, man? Thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks. What's up? <laughs> Nothing, man. It's been about a... We, we skipped us last week for some... Mm-hmm. You were out of town again, right? Uh, I, was, I forgot. Yeah, I did like a two-week stint in in uh, the, the south, south, the deep south, Alabama. <laughs> so uh, last episode we had our our buddy Anthony T. Dot was on mm-hmm. live from Portland, and now we're back solo. It's true or duo. There are no solo episodes with us. Han I forgot. Honduo. Du- Honduo. Du- <laughs> uh, so what? What <clears throat> today was fucking beautiful outside. By the way, today was awesome. I woke up. Early, seven seven thirty. Walked outside. My my dream weather. It's like sixties in the in the morning. Yeah, it's if I, if it was like that every single morning. If it, if it was today's weather every day, yeah, that was it would weird. be pretty much the greatest thing I could ever imagine. It's Which true. Most of the time in LA, it's kind of like that. It gets a little hotter in the day, but still, like it, mornings and stuff. We're not in LA. No, we're not in LA. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I can't talk. We're in Ohio. Because we don't have a beer can't talk i know it's i was trying to say man it's the cornerstone the cornerstone's missing the whole fucking thing's going <laughs> so this episode we are going to go over a couple topics um mobar did some shit over the past couple weeks uh <laughs> what did you do over the past couple weeks including i saw rob zombie's movie 31 mm. that was in theaters for one time show showing yeah uh, one day um so i'll get into that uh, I read through the first book, a uh, comic series, uh, The Dark Empire, which goes post-movies, talks about Luke a lot, um, and how he goes to the dark side. So he does something interesting? No. Um, <laughs> Great. We want to definitely give a shout-out to Aperion? Aperion? Aperion. Aperion Game. Aperion? Yeah. Yeah, they're, uh, for, if anyone hasn't seen, uh seen their channel on Twitter. They're doing a fan remake of KOTOR. KOTOR fans rejoice! pretty much the best Star Wars game ever made. Yeah. I Actually, think everyone I just, would agree. I just restarted a, a KOTOR character, too. I've been, I've been dreaming it. Um, but check them out on Twitter. Aperion. What is it? The actual Aperion game? Aperion, yeah. It's a... Wow. It's a Greek name. It means infinity or something. A-P-E-I-R-O-N underscore KOTOR. Aperion KOTOR on... Uh, Fucking Twitter, but they're redoing 
pretty much the, the CGI stuff of KOTOR, and yeah. it looks astounding. I'll We're, throw up some of these shots if you're on Twitch with us. We're looking but, at the in the inside of the Ebon Hawk, which is the first ship that you start out on. And Darkspire. I fucked up already. <laughs> it was an E. <laughs> you got that. Yeah, yeah. It is the end. Our spire. So I'm not. I've seen a. Bu- we've seen a bunch of screenshots. We'll have to uh, try to get in touch with him. I don't know if it's exactly the same storyline. I mean, he's making all the same like worlds and destinations. So I would imagine that it's. It's just a rehash of the. Yeah, same like a story. revamp of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the graphics look awesome. It looks stunning. Yeah. So if you're a, a huge Kotor fan, you might want to follow them and watch them as they dredge along into the <laughs> KOTOR universe and upgrade it. it looks fucking amazing yeah there's some crazy shots of like the yeah. undercity and terrace actually looks like dark and disturbing and scary as opposed yeah. to just awkward shades of blue and people trying to sell you hey you two get out of here <laughs> <laughs> that, I actually just went I-Gear. through the undercity <laughs> my name is Igear <laughs> it anyways. ain't the best stuff <laughs> that's yeah, it's a kind of a goofy world in the original Xbox version. Yeah, uh, but the, what they're doing here, it makes it look trashy and just dark. So yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I want to see the whole game. Um, it's gonna reason, be it's gonna be free. It's a fan project. So so I get. I believe one of the creators actually reached out to us, and he was uh, doing his thing at work, and I guess he was listening to one of our episodes, and he did uh, Rogue Squadron podcast text in the Kotor language ish. Um, but it looked fucking There's amazing. There's a name so. for it, but I don't know. Uh, yeah. Chicken scratch. <laughs> Great. Kotor, chicken scratch. Great. What is the, uh, it's like the old Star Wars language. I don't know. Ancient Star Wars writing language. <clears throat> There's a name for it. I'm going to check it, check it out right now. Galactic Basic. Oh, so it is literally just the font for Galactic Basic. Oh, I see. But hmm. they speak in English. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. So yeah, he put it in Galactic Basic. That's awesome. It is kind of a goofy... Like, EO is a fucking house. <laughs> and a D is a backwards F. Wow. This is strange. Oh, uh, wow. I don't even know what to make of that. It's cool because, I mean, you see it written in a bunch of Star Wars things, like in their cockpits. It's, like, written out. But oh yeah, they speak in English, so I don't understand why these are, like, different letters. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. So is this... So, like, look at the K. So they're saying the the name of that letter is Krill. Like, instead of it being a K, it's the letter Krill. I guess so. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I would I would uh, say, check, Google it. Google Galactic Basic, and it, you'll see the uh, the chart that they have there. Yesh. How do you pronounce the X one? Zex. Zex. Z- <laughs> That's X-E-S-H. Zesh. Yeah, this is really fucking strange. Utapau. We all know the credit symbol, though. Oh yeah, so I know the credit. Two dashes. Yeah, awesome. So again, right, fo- definitely go on there and follow them. Yeah, appear on. S- see how they keep up with the progress of the game. Yeah. What do you want to get into first, dude? I don't know, man. There's not been any crazy Star Wars news. The um, they released recent- a video of the uh, <laughs> kind of behind the scenes on the special effects for Force Awakens and how they took each scene and kind of built it up from. The shot, and then added all the special effects, added like the TIE fighters flying around, and you filled not, the green screen in, and all that shit. Are you not surprised that they didn't just put that in the D or the Blu-ray version? Like, yeah, I, I watched through all the whole bonus features, and they didn't have that in there. Well, I guarantee you know this is what they do. They're gonna. There's probably a ton of different little featurettes, but they're gonna save them. They'll release like the once Episode Eight comes out, they'll release like the seven and eight together with some extra bonus features that you haven't seen before. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. That's they how could they release do it. an entire DVD of the making of Eight yeah. and Seven. Right. 
Right. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how they do it, I feel. So we'll get that stuff eventually. But yeah, that was cool. They shared that on uh, social media last week. Yeah, I believe it was about a week ago. Um, was it yeah, Thursday? it's still, you know, for how much people are pissed at the prequels and they use the green screen a lot, there's a lot of it. Like when Ray was running or when uh, Finn and Ray were running to the Millennium Falcon, it was just like on some pads and it was just a huge green screen. Just like well, <laughs> I don't know if that was because it looked at the in the desert. The Falcon I, wasn't there. There was a su- there was they some point. I think when they dove down, when they dived into the sand, when dove. something exploded, it's dived. Dived. Dividend. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I know when she dropped down to that crash starter story, there was nothing there. Oh yeah, you just yeah. literally jumped down into a green screen. Yeah, but you know what are you going to do? You're not going to build a fucking starter story for one shot that takes ten seconds, right? Well, the other one, the other scene that was astounding, which I mean, there's no other way to do it, but when uh, General Hux was doing his Hitler speech, yeah, that entire thing was green screen, and it was basically just him and two people on a on a green screen stage, and he was just doing his thing. But you got to for how intense he does it, yeah, and he's just looking at a camera, right. Yeah, you know, that, you gotta, that shot was was really really cool, um, but yeah, they, it was seven in general was a good mix of practical and CGI. I was Industrial light magic just uh, killing no, it. I was surprised always. how much portions was added. We talked about this before. Portions and Maz were like the only two things that I was kind of like. Eh, I didn't mind Maz as much. It was something about portions. I just don't like them. Maybe the fucking way he said portions eighty times. <laughs> <laughs> God, um, oh, there was one other shot that stood out to me. Oh, the uh, the lightsaber fight at the end—they built that forest. Oh yeah, on, yeah like that, a stage that looked cool. And then they obviously added it when it when the planet started tearing itself apart. That I thought was it was interesting sweet. that they were using actual like it wasn't like toy lightsabers, but like prop lightsabers. Yeah, like back in the day, they were just using those like wire sticks. things and sticks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's cool to see that the CGI can cover that up so well or just make it glow enough that you don't even notice that they're holding a plastic piece, you know, plastic saber. Yeah. Yeah. But it was cool. Go check it out if you have not already. Yeah. It's a a couple minute video, but yeah, they layer it. They, they, they'll play the scene and then they'll cut away part of the background and then they'll layer it it back on. So it it shows you like in real time. I was astounded how much was in that, uh, that what's the not tunnel. The trench, when the X wings and the Tie Fighters, there was layering. so many layers on there. I did not expect that. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, because I mean, you, you physically have to build it. So they were showing like they built the trench, and then they built the texture of the trench, and then they put the shadows of the trench, and then they put the fucking ships of the trench, and then they put the smoke and the, the lasers in the trench, and it just kept layering and layering. And it took like a good 10, 15 seconds to just do that one shot. Yeah, might as well pull it up here. We've been talking about it for three minutes. And- here we go. I just want to fast forward to that TIE fighter spot because that's what astounded me the most. Oh, that whole hangar inside the Star Destroyer. That part was crazy, too. Yeah, so we're yeah. looking at the trench. They built it. Jesus. That's so much. It keeps going. That Larry. Whole, that one shot had it taken so long. Adding the turrets and the ships and the lights and the blasters and the smoke. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's craziness. That's got to be a uh, CGI engineer nightmare. Just like, make a trench. Shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they probably love it. Well, you got to think, like, even in episode four, they actually built that little trench. Yeah. It was a, just a, like a little Lego trench. That would have been the best job ever. It would have been fucking weird. Make fucking awesome spaceship toys and film them. 
That's so crazy. It's cool to see also um, if you've seen the props from the original three, the size difference. Because sometimes they're big close-up shots. Like the Falcon might be massive. And then like the Star Destroyers and the, the Tannin Fours are like teeny tiny because mm-hmm. they have to get you know particular types of shot with shots with them. But yeah, man. Star Wars always been killing it. Yeah. Um, okay. So going off of that green screen thing, yeah. uh, green screen. what was the the Dark Empire? The one where Luke goes to going the dark side. Going off of the green screen? <laughs> well, I was, well, we're talking about the ships. And what the, yeah. the one thing I wanted to touch on is the plot of the Dark Empire is that Emperor Palpatine's still alive. He's right. cloned. Yep. Um, so, and it's... I'm kind of wishy-washy on how they did it. I'm kind of confused and kind of not. So I don't think it was a physical clone of himself. He was just cloning different um, beings and then putting his soul into their being. He basically said that he would overshadow the person who's living in that. So he would go in, be so powerful, take him him over and live in their body. Okay. So it wasn't like – because he – and then at one point when uh, Luke's – his apprentice, he says, I am the dark side. It's not, you know, it's, it's just kind of weird. So he's got like a whole laboratory of clones that he's made and he's just slowly they hopping. They're not clones of himself. Not, I don't That's think so they're weird. physical clones of him. So strange. So the plot of this was he knew Leia was pregnant and I believe pregnant with Anakin at the time. Jeez. Um, and he knew that and he wanted to embody Anakin's body because he knew Anakin Solo was going to be strong as fuck because he's a offspring of Darth. Of course. So he wanted that along with the younger body so he could move around and do shit. Right. And uh, yeah, so that was kind of the preface of that plot. I've, uh, I haven't read that, but I have heard like the overall plot and storyline. I didn't realize how the clones worked. I thought he uh, had Mother Flippin just clone his own body. I could be wrong, but it, so it, it like made a, it sound a, like... like a Horcrux type situation, kind of? How he just, like... Z- zips his soul between different fucking things? Yeah, and it didn't really seem like there was a process. So, I'll, I'll even reference it back to the Darth Bane series, because Darth Bane was trying to do an essence, do an essence, essence transfer. transfer right? But the way it happened for Palpatine was, like, instant. Like, his old body, like, died, and he just soul-jumped to this other being, and he was naked fighting... Luke at one point. What? I was just like, what the fuck? He was a young That's crazy. Palpatine. That's crazy. That's uh, Voldemort shit right there. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find this uh, little thing about it. They do talk about a lot about uh, Leia. And I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Leia. I don't know why. I have nothing against her, but like when we were talking about crazy action scenes and then she just walks in, I'm like, dude, yeah. get the fuck out of the scene. Yeah. But she's a lot stronger than you think. And there's, there's a, she actually steals a Sith holocron from Palpatine. Oh, nice. And it, and it shows, it's actually a Jedi holocron. I'm sorry. It was a Jedi holocron that Palpatine had. Right. And it opened up for her because she was a Jedi-ish uh, and it gave her a lightsaber. Uh, I think it gave her a lightsaber <laughs> and it was like a clear white lightsaber. It's weird that, um, well, cause in this version of <clears throat> the future after, uh, you know, since it's not canon anymore, she does become a Jedi, right? she does train. Yes. Yeah, so, but, but she's not like an active, she's not an active Jedi. 
she's just kind of learning the essence and she can like feel her way through the force and right. kind of sense things. She's right. not like an Obi-Wan who goes on just does the force. <laughs> he just does it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Leia's fine. I just... It's Star Wars. I want to hear Bounty Hunters and Jedi and Sith. She... She's pretty badass. She's she's. St- I don't. Th- it's like it's weird because you know you you think about Emperor Pal- Palpatine and he's like the strongest Sith ever, almost basically ish. Yeah, he is definitely for sure. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but but like Luke is standing at his side at this point, and Leia comes onto the ship and just starts talking shit to him. I'm like, Leia I wouldn't talk shit to that dude. Like, there's not too many people ever. I would say, yeah, you could probably get away with that. Vader's <laughs> one of them, and you're not. So sit right. the fuck down. But. Uh, she does other things, and it's cool how her and Luke interact. That's the one thing I really liked because she like helps Luke out of the dark side a little bit. Right. He he knew he had to do something basically, and he goes to the dark side, and then he starts slipping. Like it actually starts controlling him because he underestimates the power of the pal- of the power of the Palpatine. Power of the pal- um, pal power. <laughs> and then Leia shows up and basically <sighs> brings him back. So Luke sees a vision. Ish, he has like a dream. And it was like a partial dream. And it just showed him going to the dark side. And he didn't really know why. And Leia kind of finishes his dream. She's like, dude, you went to the dark side to do this, this, and this. And it's all about our kids. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm going to become a <laughs> Jedi again. But, uh, yeah, so it's cool how they interact and they kind of, right. like, better each other. Um, That's cool. But, so yeah, a this lot of points, I'm like, just sit the fuck down. I'm sorry. All, all solo kids are born at this point, right? Yeah, so I looked that up. But Luke's not no, even... No, 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 no. No, because she was pregnant with Anakin, I believe, at okay, this point. Okay, so the twins are born. The twins are born. And Luke hasn't even met Mara Jade yet, right? No, that's later. I right. think Ben's like seven years younger than the other, than the solo kids. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, that he happens has in a, the Thrawn trilogy. Yeah. I'm not, I yeah. don't know much about the Thrawn trilogy, yeah, honestly. Yeah, I tuned out. Um, a lot of people love that one, but I just... Really? Some of the, it's just, we talked about it, those older books... They just have an older style. I can't really get into them. Well, even this this Dark Empire one, it's it's a kind of a struggle because yeah. it's just like, okay, Luke, Han, Chewie, and Leia are going to be just shoved in your face the whole time. Yeah, it's it's. I get it. <clears throat> I like the characters, but that's why I kind of like. I'll, I'll go further into uh, the New Jedi Order books. Uh, you get to see about their kids. It's new. Oh my god! You know, right. Anakin's figuring shit out for himself. Right. And Jason right. starts slipping, and so it's how just, far did you get New Jedi Order? I got through the second book. So Vector Prime is the first book. Yeah. And then Dark Tide? Part one. Part one. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I only read Vector Prime. And again, it was cool, but I just... It's... Yeah. Luke, New Republic, Leia, Wedge, all these people. The one thing... Yeah. It's... It's the sludge (laughs) of the original trilogy, and you're trying to get through it. Right. But uh, the one thing... There's a couple things that I really like about those books is Mara. Mara Jade. Yeah. she's She's cool, and she's... She's she's a wise character from something else. You know, she has a different past than anybody ever. Right, which is awesome. And yeah, so she gives some insight. Like at one point, her and Anakin are on this. Uh, they're on Dantooine actually, and they're they're doing some research about the Yuzhong Vong. And Mara's sick. She's infected with this Yuzhong Vong virus that's just murdering that. everything. Yeah. The only reason she's alive is because she's so strong in the Force. She can like revive her cells fast enough. She's kind of like a Deadpool. Or, or, I thought it was Deadpool. Deadpool, yeah. It's cancer, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's kind of that Deadpool effect. Um, but Which she's is, cool. She just can't die. Well, the Yuzhong <laughs> Vong were just like, I mean, they are freaks. That is one of the coolest. I love them. Oh. Yeah. Yuzhong Vong are awesome. It was, it was, 
of all the things in that new, that whole new era, the Yuzhan Vong were one of the coolest because they were just so different. Right. It wasn't just more technology and everything, yeah, just exactly. bigger ships. Oh, before I leave the Dark Empire, Luke goes to the dark side. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Palpatine makes his switch. Leia saves Luke, switches his mind back to the fucking Jedi. Um, and then they're fighting. So Luke has his lightsaber against a young Palpatine who just like transferred his soul. Right. And he, I mean, they're going at it. And Palpatine made this thing called a, find this a force storm. And it's, it, it'll, it's like a cloud of smoke, but it's in space and it'll just engulf entire like ships. Calri- yeah. Calrissians, <laughs> Lando system, Lando, he's Lando system. and fight, uh, invite. I just said, but yeah, it'll just swallow entire uh, battalions. I don't even know what the fuck to call them. The entire armadas. group of armadas, yeah, squads, squadrons, podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that he did that at one point, and there, everyone's like, "I, there's nothing we can do against that." The yeah. thing just is a smoke screen going through space. That's crazy, and it's just swallowing <laughs> ships. So. Palpatine starts doing it. Luke switches, starts fighting. Palpatine loses track of his own Force Storm, and it swallows his own ship. Oh. But I believe he lives through it somehow. Of course. He, well, that's another. Yep. They all just live. Everyone just lives through it. Um, but the ship that it swallows Watch bring is a brand new Star Destroyer. Yeah. And it's the front of it. it dude, it's the fucking coolest Star Destroyer I've ever seen. And this is in the comics, right? Obviously. This is in the dark. It. Yeah. The Dark Empire comic. Yeah. Um, the front of the ship, instead of it coming to a point, it goes down, and it's... Bring it up. Look I'm going to look it up. Do it's you know a, it's a it fucking... Called? It looks... Uh, the name of the ship? No, or a particular class? Mm, no. Them Dark Empire Star Destroyer, yeah. It's that one, I think. Yeah, it's that. Oh, that's sweet. I've seen that. Eclipse Class Super Star Destroyer. That thing, but look at even next to the like, super. Uh oh, you what fucked it around. What the hell? Just this go back. Goes on. So, I'm trying to view it bigger so I can zoom in and everything. Yeah, it's it's showing the size comparison to the other super star destroyers. Uh, executor class star destroyer. What is, is happening? <laughs> what the fuck? All right, fine. Let's do this. So the one that so this is the in, normal one, right? Imperial class star destroyer. Yeah, and then the super star destroyer that crashes into the Death Star, I believe, is this one. Yep, executor. And then the Eclipse class is like a jeez. Fucking, yeah, it's like twice the size. It's twice as long, and like that thing is crazy. Yeah, the front of it looks like a fucking. That's too big. Why well, you don't need that? You don't need that for anything. Wish I knew meters. Thirty-five thousand meters. How many miles is that? Meters to miles. 21 miles long. <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> it's the size of a city. Yeah. It, it is a city. It is a city. Yeah. Floating, freaking, flying space city. But I thought that the front of that added a lot. It looks like a physical, you know, watership. Yeah. The front of a like, boat. Yeah, like an epic yep, rudder. That's crazy. But the Force Storm swallows that. That's how big this Force Storm is. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. It comes in from the back. Where's... The picture from the uh, comics. Uh, I don't see it. I just see like the schematic. Go back. There's this is the the comic cover. So it's in the background, but that's the comic cover. 
is Luke being a fucking badass. Finally. I hate his fucking Dracula robe, though. Yeah, that is kind of Palpatine's like, ah, I finally got you <laughs> working on this project for 20 years. <laughs> Ugh, that's crazy. Do you think he knew, speaking of... Um, 21 miles long. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Do you think he knew that uh, Anakin did have a son and just didn't say anything? Say that he, again? Do you think that Palpatine knew all along that Anakin had kids and kept it from him and let him figure it out on his own? I don't... I don't know. And that's why he... Well, because... We only... In five, he just goes on transmission and says, Hey, Luke's your kid. Like, that's the first time we see him. Well, I'm trying to think back in three, when Padme actually dies, and his conversation with, You let her die, or you killed her in your anger. In your anger, yeah. But did he know that she was pregnant? She, yeah, she had to I, have. Yeah, because that's the whole reason Anakin wants to turn. So yeah, I gotta save not... Padme during childbirth. She's gonna die. Does he tell Palpatine that though? She no, did... Palpatine tells Anakin. No, he just tells her, tells him that he, I have the power to save the one that you love. Right. He already knows fucking what's going on. I don't think he knew that Padme was pregnant. Is that a is that a weird assumption? I don't think he knew. He's the chancellor, and she's a senator. He definitely knew. Yeah, but they hide it. Remember when they she bring, got bring a her fucking back in, big? They cover it up. Remember? Uh, I don't remember. I don't. They cover it up in, in her when they're doing her ceremony. They cover it up like she wasn't pregnant. I'm talking about when she was just in normal everyday life on the fucking mushroom. Too many fucking croissant burgers. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That would be a good question. Um, but yeah, I was. I was just. I thought. I saw that picture of him like commanding Luke. I was like, I wonder if he knew that the kids got born or at least one kid got born um, and survived and just didn't say anything and let Vader like kind of go through the motions figure it out or like wait to see if Luke came of age and actually became a Jedi and was like smart enough to like figure shit out and then he was like oh now you're ready I'm gonna fucking convert you I don't I don't know the extent of Palpatine's power so like he always says I have foreseen it but can he just have like wrong dreams can his dreams yeah they can get misinterpreted I think and I think really that's smart. the strength of Luke that he sometimes might toy with Palpatine's dreams. And he's like, okay, that's true, but you're still going to fucking die at the end. Because that's basically <laughs> what happened. I have foreseen you fall on the dark side. Oh, yeah, I do. And then I kill your ass. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. You're right. Yeah, because like when you have the vision, it's not the full vision. It's just right. like the first part of it. A glimpse. You don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. That's what Yoda tries to explain to Anakin, but he's too fucking pissy. And he doesn't listen to him. God, it's that's the trippy thing because like the vision that Anakin sees is the vision after he's already turned to the dark side and Padme dies. You know what I mean? That's why Yoda tells him to ignore it because if he hadn't freaked out and tried to be a Sith, everything would have been fine, and she would have broken Anakin's heart. It's she, still what happened. She died from a broken heart, though. They would have been all happy. I don't know. That's that's my thought. Because like, he sees the dream as. What's actually going to happen is he turns to the dark side and then she dies, which is what ends up happening. So it kind of I wonder if like Palpatine put it in his put it in his head. See, that's I I really, really like Palpatine, but the extent of his power. So just what can he do? Well, after what you told me about the Plagueis book, Jesus. Yeah. The way it ended and how he toyed with his own fucking master. I'm like, dude. You just toyed with the strongest person in the galaxy. Man, I need to re- I need to read that full all the way through because 
everything that happens in the prequels would make a lot more sense. Or maybe I would just be making connections that aren't actually there. And the Plagueis book is Legends now. It's but, it, it's kind of at the point that like the entire Star Wars universe happens because fucking Palpatine lets it happen. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of where I'm For at with those it. like 30, 40, 50 years or whatever. Like even dreams I'm having right now, I blame it on Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> Had a fucking nightmare. Palpatine's fault. Yeah. No, that honestly, I, that that's uh, a possibility. He put the dream in Anakin's head on purpose. Because he's toying with them, he's letting them go through the Jedi, see what, see what he's gonna do, and then he's like, "Oh, he's in love with Padme." That's my, that's a, that's know. my in. I don't know. I think about to ask Palpatine the squadron assumes. No, 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 no. I actually got it wrong. At the end of three, they actually leave her belly, so it looked like she died with the kids still in her. That's what fucking happens. Oh, so I see. Palpatine actually thinks the children died with Padme. I think that's how it happened. Interesting. Yeah, I think ask, someone uh, brought that. I think Kerner actually. Well, uh, I was just gonna say we have to ask Lord Kerner. Lord Kerner brought that up because he knows everything about Episode Three and everything about random facts about Star Wars. Someone, someone mentioned that, and I'm like, man, I never noticed that when they're doing her funeral thing. Right. Yeah, she definitely still has a huge belly, so everyone assumes that her children died with her. That's so weird. Yeah, interesting. I think I'm I'm going with uh, Palpatine planted that vision. Or that dream. I like it. See, but well, okay, but if what we're talking about with foreseeing the future, yeah. I think it would have happened one way or the other. Like, even if you if you didn't kill her or get mad, something's going to go awry, and it's that what, what exactly he sees is going to happen. Maybe he doesn't have to fully fall to the fucking dark side and be a murderous robot. Um, well, I don't know. That's where, I don't know. It's a dream. Interpretation. I mean, if he watched episode four, five, and six, he knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I always equate it to this is a vision. What you do with it or because of it determines if it's actually going to play out. Oh, I assume that think. it's going to play out, but it may not play out as you think. And then be- the means are because a you're not you're just seeing a glimpse of it, and you're you're judging everything based off of what you've seen. But you ninety nine percent of what the big picture is, it may not be as bad as you think. Isn't there a movie or a video game story where someone like has that vision or something and they try to prevent it from happening and then it ends up happening anyways? That does sound... Minority Report. I want to say Butterfly Effect. <laughs> I've never seen that. No, but by Minority no. Report. How long has it been since you've seen that? I've never Tom seen Cruise? it. You've never seen it? No. That's a good fucking movie. We're, we're Steven Spielberg <laughs> and Tom... Like, it's, it's Butterclone incredible. and I were talking uh, today... Someone and I were talking today about movies I haven't seen. I was like Die Hard, Lethal Weapon. Never seen Die Hard or Lethal Weapon. I'm not a big action movie guy. I can't stand them. I don't know what it is. There's yeah, there's a lot of like big hit movies that I've never seen. It's I've like never those, seen Saving Private Ryan. That one's different though. That's not just an action movie. I know. Oh, I saw it on Netflix, and that's why I brought it up. I was like, man, I gotta add that to my list because I've never seen it. People freaked out. They're like, what? I need to get that on Blu-ray with the surround sound. Uh, but Minority Report. Yeah. I'll just try, I'll try to condense it. It's in the future. Tom Cruise is a cop. There's these people that were their victims, like their uh, their mom was like drug abuser when she was pregnant or whatever. So they have this ability where they can see things before they happen. Because her so mom was a crackhead. It's I don't know. It's in the future. Some certain type of drug. <laughs> I, it's been a while since I've seen it. Limitless. But basically, they form a police force around these 
types of people that have this ability. Mm-hmm. So they have premonitions of crimes that are going to happen, and then they use that as evidence. And they go arrest them before it happens. Oh, wow. That's interesting. It's a really cool story. One of them has a vision about Tom Cruise, who's like the chief police officer. Because she has a vision, they try to arrest him. And as he escapes and goes through all these things and tries to discover the truth, it ends up happening anyways at the end. So that's where I, that's probably where I got that idea where Anakin has that vision that something bad is going to happen, but because he keeps trying to prevent it from happening, it actually does. If he had just stayed calm and not done anything, took a fucking, took Jedi, a fucking nap. Jedi nap, it would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> just go on vacation with Padme. Just get out of the Jedi Order. Everything would have been cool. Welcome, Kerner. This Kerner, <laughs> get out of here. Um, so yeah. I don't know. That's my musings. I just we never know. Someone will say. I think that ruined a lot of the Star Wars novella with for people that like went to go read a Star Wars book and they're like, well, I'll just go into the universe that I know, Han, and, I'll, and it's just like, yep, it's there's interesting stuff, and I'm slowly getting through it, but it's it's happened to me. It, there's it's just you're not learning anything new. That might be a reason why I never got into the Jedi Knight games too. That's completely different though. That has nothing to do. Luke's in part of it because he. Help but I think Kyle just that era, like post movies, just think the era is just not. It's for a me, weird grungy Kyle era, and like whatever. It's like the '90s of the Star Wars universe. It's yes. kind of a weird grungy. Well, it was all made in the '90s, so that's why. Yeah, early '90s. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's weird. Just because the, je- the, the Jedi on their fucking pedestal have fallen, and all the Force users, and it's like a weird, like a bandit. It, like there'll be an entire fucking book about just like a bandit. It's like I don't give a fuck about him. <laughs> Get him out of here. I like don't the know. Bounty Hunter Wars book? I couldn't books. get through it. I, I love Boba Fett. And I read I like might, three quarters I and I just stopped. I might pick that up and try it. I'm so conflicted with our fandom right now. I want to read all these books that I still haven't read in the Legends, but I feel like we should focus on the new, the new content. Ones. I started, I'm still in Lost Stars I, and it has, it plays into, I believe, uh, Rogue One. I'm probably never going to get through it. It's such that a, can't be true. I thought Lost Stars was after before Force Awakens. Oh, it is. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I don't know if there's any Rogue One books out yet. Hmm. Probably wait till the movie. But um, I started uh, Lords of the Sith. I thought you got all the way through that. I heard that was like mediocre. No. Yeah, I, I heard it wasn't, unfortunately. But and I'm you gonna, said the still going to read it. Tarkin but... book was mediocre. It was like good, but it was like. Yeah, it was. <sighs> Vader keeps getting. Vader and Tarkin keep getting tricked by this like little group of rebels. Like they. They plant some evidence that leads Tarkin to uh, to investigate something on this planet. And while he's investigating it, they steal Tarkin's ship. And then Tarkin and Vader are, like trying to chase him around the galaxy. And they just keep getting away, getting away, getting away, getting away. It's like, you have Tarkin and Vader. Like, that would not happen. I get. I know it's bef- like in between three and four, so it's kind of like Tarkin's still coming up as an admiral. See, that? well, that's but- kind of the imbalance of power. Like, you figure... Vader wants something. Next chapter, he already has it, and he's murdering <laughs> exactly. something else. That's why I hate the rebels so much. Like you're just you're getting by just like on luck and will. Ish. I mean, it's it's a small group. It's a small group of rebels. <laughs> Which I get, but when you have Vader after you, it's like stop. But think think about it like this: this is going to be. I'm not going to go there. Actually, <laughs> what? I'm not going to go there. Okay. It, it was about to be bad. Okay. Yeah. Good. Um, But there's uh, In the beginning of Lords of the Sith Someone probably told this story to us Or explained it There again The rebels are trying to fucking escape something um, And Vader is leading his uh, Fucking squadron of ties Into into battle They're about to escape And he ditches his tie 
launches out of the cockpit and flies at the ship through space and like <laughs> cuts a fucking hole in the side to get into the ship. It's fucking sweet. I just I was in the mood to see something from Vader and Palpatine's perspective because I like they there was some of that in Tarkin too. Like there's a be a chapter from Palpatine's point of view, yeah. and then it goes the next one's from Vader's point of view, yeah. and they're talking about like that interaction stuff like that. So cool. That's why I like that uh, Rise of Darth Vader because you yeah. they, they, you get into uh, Palpatine's head and he Dino, actually gets Dino scared. Works. Yeah, he, he gets scared of uh, the rabies ridden dog of <laughs> Vader. Vader. He starts poking him with a stick, and Vader's like, "Dude, I'm gonna fuck kill you." He's like, "Shit, he meant it." <laughs> I'm gonna stop for a second. It's real. It's real. But yeah, it was. It's a good start. I'm gonna keep pushing. Um, push so we can move on to like the Yuzhong Vong, like about the actual Yuzhong Vong. So if you don't know, I'm going to look it up on Wikipedia because I can't find anything. This they are a species from <clears throat> outside of the Star Wars galaxy. Yeah. Vector Prime starts with this. And what out- Vector Prime is, is a spot in the galaxy that they thought you can enter using light speed or whatever. Yeah. So they have there's like an outpost watching it, right? Monitoring yeah, it. Just because, yeah, I guess any, any or all other coordinates would end up flying through a star or something but right. so they found vector prime and they're like if someone's gonna come they're gonna come through here right um and they end up yes yuzhong vong fucking come flailing through there and <laughs> but they're they're a cool species because you know you look at the star wars universe and everything's technology ridden everything no matter what everything's full of technology the ships the cities um the blasters everything's technology right um and these the guys Yuzhong come in Fong. like fucking organic demons. Yeah, organic demons. <laughs> and that's the best way to say it because even their ships are, They're are living, living ships. Yeah, it's crazy. And there was one point their where... Their planets are living planets. Where well, obviously every planet You know what I mean? It was Luke and Jason were scouting out this um, planet, seeing if the Yuzhong Vong were there. And yeah. they were. And they looked over and they were like, what the fuck is happening? And they look, it was in this field. And like, man, what are they doing? They're growing food for it? And he's like, no. Luke says, this isn't a... They're not farming food. They're This is a shipyard. They're growing. They're fucking ships. That's and so Jason's crazy. like, uh, shit, we need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of what they were doing. They were growing their own ships. Yeah, these guys look fucking they're awesome. Wicked. And since they were... Um, they're outside of the galaxy, they're, they can't be... Uh, what is it? Detected using the Force. Because they weren't born basically in the force they're the star wars galaxy everything is pulled from living beings and that's what the force is right but because these people are from another galaxy so the force doesn't exist in that galaxy yeah the force doesn't exist in that galaxy or in these beings so the jedi can't do shit i mean they can do something but they can't like the the physical stuff they can if luke wanted to choke one he could using the force but he can't sense them he can't find them so they have they're not like alert around them they can sneak up on them and shit but they get away they they find a ways around that because they the Yuzhong Vong had an outpost, mm-hmm. um, and Luke knew to go where the plants weren't growing because the plants are going to grow around these this like negate of the force because the, right. they need the force to live. Right. But so he figured he figure out stuff and how to get around this. But so sweet. Yeah, I thought that was the coolest thing that they their ships are like alive, and that was the other thing. So these rebels are actually it's like the new um, New Republic. New Republic is yep. attacking and defending from these Yuzhong Vong. And their their ships are getting killed and everything back and forth. And you got to think, the Yuzhong Vong ships will go into battle, get damaged, and then they'll just rest in the shipyard yeah, and heal just, themselves. Right. That's so fucking crazy. And you're like, crazy. Jesus, dude. Like, it's going to take weeks for me to build another ship. It says they nearly destroyed the New Republic, and during the war... 
that killed nearly 365 trillion people. It's a bunch. That's a ridiculous amount of people. Yeah. And they're no idea, man. They're wicked little things. They all they have like a living staff, a couple of them. Yeah. A couple of them. Like a, a certain class of them. And they use this staff. It's man, it's fucking wicked. And Oh, that's the, I remember that's the whole thing. They their religion or whatever, they think that technology is like blasphemy. So they're all out to fucking like destroy all the tech and machines and shit. The opposite of the Terminators, pretty much. They're just the flip opposite of So what if there was a farmer, you know, just farming with a yak, a space yak? <laughs> they're going to leave him be because he's not using they, any technology? They, yeah, hopefully they won't touch tattooing. There's nothing there. Moisture <laughs> in fucking animals. <laughs> Queen Womp dragons rats. and shit. Womp but yeah, that was, a cool, that was a cool storyline for sure. I didn't get the entire way through, but it was cool to read. Give me a little glimpse of hope, and then I went back to just like Drew and Kotor and shit like that. Um, the other thing was like in the New Jedi Order books, we've already talked about uh, getting backed up with the Han and Chewie and all that, and Chewie dies in the fucking first book, and it's immediate. I'm like, dude, I knew he died, but it was like, okay, the movies are over. First book, fuck him. Not the like, first book. It was Vector Prime he dies in. That's the first book of the New Republic. I know, but still. Or New Jedi Order. The New Jedi Order, yeah. Yeah. So that's still like... Wait, Mera's in that, right? Mm, Yes. So that's still like 15 years after, I think. That's true. The Dark Empire. The Dark Empire's in between them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was sad when I read that. I got kind of pissed. Maybe that's why I stopped reading it. it. (laughs) It started out like innocent because it was just like, hey, Anakin, Han, and Chewie, go to this planet and kind of... Check it out. See if the Yuzhong Vong are there. And they right. get there, and the fucking moon po- is really close. And they're like, oh, what the fuck's going they on? They had, like, some tractor beam or something pulling the moon into the planet, right? Like a an interdictor ship that can create its own gravity well, but it's, like, built Jesus. into the crust. Yeah. And it was pulling right. the moon into the fucking planet. And all these people were just like, yeah, we figured it would just stop moving. And Han's <laughs> like, get the fuck off the planet. What are you doing? So they're trying to escape, and then Anakin falls off the ship or something, or gets left behind, and Chewie jumps down to save him, right? Yeah. And, he, yeah, so the, the it's basically collapsing on itself. The moon hits. Everything's just crumbling. And Chewie runs down there, grabs Anakin, throws him onto the Millennium Falcon, Anakin runs up to the cockpit and tells Han, he's like, dude, you need to go back down there. And Anakin's like, I'm a Jedi. We can't. We don't have enough time. I'm like calculating this. We we either all of us die with Chewie or we live and Chewie dies. Yeah. So he had to get the fuck out of there. And obviously Han got pissed at Anakin. He's like, you killed my best friend, you fuck. Yeah, Even Han like gets fucked up from then on. Yeah. He, he really holds oh, it against man. Anakin. Right. And Luke, that's half of the fucking book is Luke's talking to Anakin like, dude, you couldn't, there's nothing else you could have done. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I'm glad that's not canon anymore. That Chewie does. Because I love Chewie. I sound bad to say, but in terms of favorite characters, I'm glad Han's dead and Chewie's not. Ah. Well, one, Harrison, Although, Harrison knowing Ford fucking Star Wars, they'll bring fucking Han Solo back. Yeah. If, uh-oh. <laughs> Please don't say that. He's come back as a Yuzhong Vong. <laughs> Wouldn't that be wicked if the well, Yuzhong everyone- Vong came in? Cool. Or if like Snoke was a, they're not gonna pull that shit though. God, I'm so curious about Snoke. We have so long, man. We still have three months for Rogue One. Yeah, October, I mean, November, December. Yeah, three months. I think we're gonna be pleasantly surprised with Rogue One. Oh, I, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to it a lot. I think it will be. 
I mean, people are going to get the pissed best one. regardless. It was so good. I hated it. Everyone's pissed always. I know. <laughs> Everyone's pissed at all the time at everything that they watch. I love this movie. I'm pissed at it. That's what happens. That's how we do it. That's how the fans do it. <laughs> um, I still haven't seen... Um, I guess we'll change gears for a second. Let's see. You have more? You have more? What's what's on the... the uh, all I had was the New Jedi Order, which the death of Chewie, which we just touched. Yes. Um, Dark Empire, Luke... Dark side, and we didn't really go into him physically being on the dark side. Luke, sick of talking about Luke. It was weird. It was <laughs> it was really awkward because they didn't. It wasn't clear that he went to the dark side or he fell to the dark side. It was just kind of at one point he he found that Palpatine was still alive, yeah. and then like the next chapter he's kneeling to him. I'm like, what the fuck is was actually he going using on? like dark side powers, or was he just no. trying to trick Palpatine? He was. Like, how do you go to the dark that's what, side? That's what I'm saying. He, I don't know if he was doing it to trick Palpatine or if he actually went to the dark side. And that's why it kind of got wishy-washy when Lake showed up. And he, Lake? Lake showed up. Ricky Lake? <laughs> Leia showed up and, like, told him, dude, don't do this. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. And all of a sudden he's back. I'm like, dude, God, was this all a ploy? But then he also does... He uploads like Palpatine's plans for like the next thirty years into R two and more, sends him more Death Stars, right? Yeah, basically. Fuck. We're gonna make a square one this time. <laughs> Death cube. Death cube. <laughs> Death. Oh my god! It's so ridiculous, Rubicon. man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's it was weird. I don't know how to feel about it. It felt like an old story from the nineties. It was yep. kind of somewhat difficult to get through, but yep. it was interesting enough that I yep. I read through the whole thing in in one night. So. As I was pulling this book out, you know what they need? They need a new revised one of these. If you're looking on Twitch, you can see Star Wars, the new essential chronology. It's basically, we've talked about it before. It's basically like a, a summary of the entire canon whenever it was made, like 2003 or something like that. But all the canon up to that point, they basically made a whole timeline, summarized everything that happened. Now that everything's so fucking confusing, I feel like they need a new one of these. And you can just read through and like get the storyline of everything that's ever happened in Star Wars in one succinct spot right or awesome well, how book. would you do that you would just have a canon book and a non-canon book like a canon book and a legends book well just do what they did there but with all the new canon stuff and whatever they're going to include that's what i'm so confused about like what about the books that happen like during phantom menace like the darth maul like, there's a book the maul books and there's a book right leading up to it about like valorum and qui-gon or some shit i never oh, even yeah. read it like is that included because the young in jedi books and, Young Jedi books where Obi-Wan's training. Like, come on, man. Just... Whatever. I don't know. Astro don't, Zombie, what's up? I think, I mean, Disney was forced a hand and they're just like, That's you know true. what? We That's have fine. to just, we can't pick and choose. We're just going to wipe everything fine. out. Which is fine. I just kind of want like a summary of the shit. So I know what's what, but eh, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a Luke fan and I actually really like, Luke further on because of the dark or the uh Vong. No. Well now yeah, but originally from the Jedi Knight uh, oh, from the game. Game. Because yeah, yeah. he's a fucking badass. He's a, a Grand Admiral Jedi craziness. He's basically Grandmaster. Dude, he's Luke Christ and it he's he just does whatever <laughs> fucking he knows everything. He Grand, just knows. Grand Moff Skywalker. Kyle Katarn, a quick backstory is he he. Gets the force, uses it, and then he gives the force up. And that's how this Valley of the Jedi works. Like, Wait, Kyle? Kyle Katarn? Yeah, he gives the force up. He give, he gets rid of it, and he goes back to smuggling. 
and he's not he's a non-force user and then his girlfriend gets stolen by this Channel dinosaur Wars. and Dasan, right? Dasan. <laughs> Kurt's he, favorite fucking character. And so character. he goes back to the Je- he goes back to the Valley of the Jedi to get the force back into That's him. That's so fucking dumb. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but Luke Luke forces him. He's like, "Dude, you are you ready for this?" I'm gonna put you through another fucking trial. And Kyle gets pissed. He's like, dude, I know how to use force. He's like, I don't fucking trust you anymore, bro. That's so dumb, dude. Yeah, I, I was never, uh, I wasn't huge into PC games back then. Yeah. Which is another reason why I probably didn't play it. But I don't know, man. Kotor all day. Yeah, I'm back. The tone is just so different. That's what part of it is, too. It makes sense, though. It's just, a, it's an a earlier time. Something's, all the technology is slightly simpler, more simple. Simpler? Simplest. Simplistic. Um, but it still all like works in itself. When when yeah. you get into the, like the new Jedi Order stuff, there's such a flux of power. Like what we were talking about with Palpatine. It's just, just all over himself. the fucking place and Han is just walk, like shooting blasters at Dark Jedi. I'm like that should never happen. They should just insanely crush him. Yeah. They are probably just getting a feel for how to write Star Wars novels and how the canon should go. And then by the time they actually got it right, Disney canceled it all. <laughs> I mean, they were—I mean, they were on a fucking like ten-year stride of fucking amazing stuff. Oh yeah, and then once Old Republic hit, the MMO and all the books that went along with that, I was like, so we're finally getting back to Old Republic. Yeah, it's like and thriving. There's a petition out right now to make it an Old Republic uh, TV series. You see that? I don't want Star Wars to be on a fucking TV. Well, Netflix. It's going, they're pushing for Netflix. I, I fucking think that would be sweet. Netflix or HBO, I'd be all right with. I just don't want it to be. Not that the Clone Wars of Rebels is bad, but I would. I just. I would rather see more live action stuff. Like yeah, live action, could, Old Republic. I think it could be quickly fun. ruin stuff, though. I don't. I, I just. So I like the books. Even the books are a stretch sometimes. Well, every. Yeah, it's Star Wars is the movies, and then the books people say like, the prequels are the stretch too. Are oh, a stretch they're too. fucking idiots. I'm though. just saying. I'm just saying. But all these spinoff movies could be a stretch. I don't. But they they fit in the universe though. They start talking about Luke becoming Jesus, and he just goes to the dark side for a fun weekend, and it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, Sit I'm down. talking about Old Republic TV, man. Old Republic TV. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Old, old Republic, Republic TV. <laughs> old Republic TV. Yeah, news. but there's a petition now. It's, it's supposed to tie in with the whole storyline of the Old Republic with the with the the game and all the novels. Well, we didn't play the MMO, but the characters well, in yeah. the MMO are fucking sweet. That's why everyone's pushing for it. Have you ever seen Darth Maul with two R's? No. Fucking look him up. Look at this badass Revan looking dude. <laughs> He's fucking insane. Darth Maul, you say? I get really upset. <laughs> I said fuck like every other word. Darth <laughs> Maul. Look at this dude. Uh, it's a battle okay. master with a Revan mask. Oh, yeah, you did show me this. Yeah, he looks awesome. <laughs> Which is cool because that's just like a Mandalorian mask. It's not like he's yeah, goddamn looking like Revan copy. Keep going. Oh, okay, there we go. Yeah, Darth Mar. He looks <laughs> fucking sweet. That looks cool. What the hell, man? Oh, do they have a... Uh, go back. Is that a video? That it was loading? I don't know. See, an, I, I think it was, it was an ad. That he looks fucking sick. He looks like Revan. And that the first one I looked at him, I thought it was just like a battle-ridden Revan. Like but Iron Man Revan? <laughs> Iron Man Revan. Yeah. He looks fucking sweet. But that's that that um, that's video cool. that I watched where Re- they actually attack Revan. Mar is one of the Sith or Jedi that go after him. Bastila Mar. And there's like 12 other people. And Revan's like, nope. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, man. I would love to see stuff like that. And again, I think the issue was... With the 90s books, 
they had a core story from the movies and then they were trying to keep the same characters and make more stories for them. The Old Republic works because you're thousands of years away. There's no rules. There's no rules and you don't have to keep recycling the same people. Well, that's the exciting... You get to meet new fucking characters and build on new relationships and shit. Shit, I don't give a fuck if Han and Chewie are still jerking it in the Millennium Falcon 30 years after the Battle of Yavin. I don't care. Like, they're cool characters. Rathars. (laughs) That was probably one of the... So long for episode eight. That that is... Can we talk about the Rathars? Sure. Is that not somewhat cringeworthy? I, I don't get it. I just... I know there's, like crazy beings and animals out there that are just outrageous in the Star Wars universe. Like, there's that Clone Wars episode where there's a fucking Godzilla that they... Do you remember that one? It's like a six-legged Godzilla that they find under this crust. In Coruscant? No, they bring it to Coruscant. Oh, yeah, I do remember that because they bring it to Coruscant and they gotta save fucking Chancellor again. But they, they figure out that it's not bad. It can sense the dark side, and it was looking to kill the Emperor. Right. And the Emperor just stares it down, and he's just like, fucking <laughs> do something, bitch. I'm like, oh, my God. But that like that beast, well, first of all, why the fuck would you bring? It's like bringing T-Rex to New York. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's what they did. T-Rex, you T-Rex. I don't know. Wasn't that the second oh, one? Oh, no. That's from uh, Jurassic World. Oh, Jurassic, uh, Jurassic Park, Lost, the second one. Lost World. They put it on Found. that ship, and it goes back to L.A. or wherever the fuck the dock was. I don't, uh, yeah. But so back to the Rathars. The movie was amazing till the end. Good. What? Mo- oh, the second Lost one. Lost World. I love, it's my favorite one, except for that little end part. It's kind of stupid, but. I haven't seen it in a while, and I, love I, I remember Jeff him Goldblum. being, yeah, up in the tree, the yep. treetops. I thought that was, it was, and then the, the bus falling. Yeah, with that Vince was Vaughn. Sweet. Uh, Wait, Vince Vaughn's in that? Yeah, he's um, with, uh, what's her face? In that bus. That's fine. I can't remember her name. Julian oh, wow. Moore or something. I can't remember her name. Interesting. Anyways. I'd have to re Yeah. It's one of the first it's things It's been that long. In. Yeah. Um, Brathars. Brathars. Whatever. It's fine. It, it was weird. Plot device. Who is he selling them to? Why do they need Rathars? Well, that's the one thing I was wondering, too. Is like, I'm hunting Rathars. Why do you need that thing? Like, you can't tame it. You can't fucking like, get Rathar milk from it. Well, like, like what? that's like selling uh, Rancors, and Jabba's going to be like, oh, give me another one of those, because Luke fucking killed my last one with a fucking bone. Well, that's, I guess, his little pet to kill his enemies, I guess. Right, so you, buy, you buy a Rathar, throw a Jedi down there, and then throw, place bets. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the Rathar would eat it instantly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know where my money's going. Yeah, that's where my exactly. I haven't lost the bet yet. I wonder if there's like a PETA where they they're, you know, if they're if they're doing two Rathar battles, there's like save the Rathar people for anything. the ethical treatment of species. <laughs> yeah, pets, yeah, pets, <laughs> um, galactic pets. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. We, you want to switch gears? We we can, I was we done with the Rathars. Say, since we last recorded, Civil War came out on Blu-ray. I haven't gotten it yet. I also haven't watched Batman vs Superman Extended Edition, which I'm mad about. I need to watch it. We, we should have done that this weekend. I have it. It's on I my. Know. Ex, it's on I my meant Xbox to borrow one. it yesterday. I don't. It's on Xbox One. Oh, you don't have the I disc. Downloaded it. Yeah. Oh shit! Unless you can you log in as me. Yeah, I don't tell Bill Gates. So. Hey, hey, delete that. <laughs> no, like, but that's on my list. And Civil War. I bought Deadpool. And I have Deadpool. Yeah. I bought it. Isn't there another four ninety nine that just came out? Mm. Besides Suicide Squad, obviously. Like Apocalypse? Oh, yeah. All three of the X-Men movies I still haven't seen. So I need to go kind of marathon and watch those three, the prequel X-Men movies. Yeah. I heard good things about the first two. 
They were all right. I don't remember them. Apocalypse trailer. <laughs> they were fucking awesome. I don't remember anything. The, apo- the trailer for Apocalypse looked kind of ridiculous, I will say. But I still deserve to watch them. No, I wasn't paying attention enough. <clears throat> it, I, I got to be honest. Like It was fun, fun to like watch. Uh, I think I saw all the first command and then the Is second Wolverine one. In it? Yeah. I think he's he Hugh Jackman in, in it as Wolverine? Yeah. Because yeah. he's set back in time. Why is there fucking time travel? It's uh, Marvel. They just could do not want to watch it. I believe that's what happens. That's not Marvel, though. The movie's not. That's uh, another one that's Fox. Fox, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just like uh, Fantastic Four, which they've never gotten right. I didn't even watch the new one. I didn't even give it a, the time of day. Did you, you watch Fantastic Four one as a cartoon? With Thing and everything? Um, the ones I watched when I was a kid were... it was There was the 60s ones. It was uh, Spider-Man really and Fantastic Four. Oh, really? Together, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that. I watched the cartoon ones from like the 90s. I thought they were fine. They're nothing special. I don't know. But they could do they, it really well, I think. Yeah. I don't, I don't know enough about them. I just... I've always liked the team aspect. I think that's why I like Avengers a lot. Um... See, and why I like X Men a lot because they all have they they can do one thing and they all have to kind of work together to make, to to actually accomplish something. Beat something. Unlike Superman, he can he's every superhero in one fucking thing. It's like oh, I'll just do everything myself. Don't worry about it. Except for Kryptonite. He, he can do anything but be a human, and that's <laughs> yeah. his that's his weakness. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. humans overthink everything. I like hey, why'd you do that? You should think about <laughs> stuff. You come to court. I'm get into it. We shit on him so much. I don't. I, I'm slowly understanding Superman. Not that I like him or he's my favorite or anything, but I'm slowly, I just, I'm getting the character a little more, I think. Yeah, a little bit. Because it's not his weakness as a, as a superhero. It's his weakness in like time and space. Like, like the humans are just denying him and or mm-hmm. p- putting him as a god and everything he does is looked at so weirdly and he's kind of backing up from it. He's like, I don't fucking... Yep. So it, yeah, it, there's a little more to it than we originally thought, but I still fucking hate him. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Speaking of that, and Lex Luthor played by Jesse Eisenberg. I watched us the Social Network again last week. Have you ever seen it. seen it? No. Yeah, it's about obviously if you didn't know the founding of Facebook. Really fucking good movie. Really well made. Really good soundtrack. Really entertaining. I wouldn't even say entertaining. Just like what's the word? It's not like you're on the edge of your seat. Like it's awesome, but like it's captivating you the entire time. Captivating. Mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake's in it. Fucking good. He's, Spider-Man's he's... in it, uh, Andrew Garfield. Oh, is he? Yeah, Spider-Man, Lex Luthor, and Justin Timberlake. <laughs> but it's really cool, man. The inter- and the way it was founded. Destin for greatness. Back in uh, how it all started in the college oh, scene. Okay. Yeah, Really cool. Go watch it. Well, now that we're on the topic of really well-made movies, let me talk about <laughs> Rob Zombie's 31. Yeah, I, uh, I was pissed. I didn't think that... You were going to make it back in town in time, so I wasn't even planning on going. I didn't plan on going either, and then I saw on uh, the, our podcast calendar popped up, and it said in one hour. I'm like, dude, I'm on 270, which is right on outside. Just, of, so I, I ran home, took a took a shower, and just <laughs> head back out, which is the last thing I wanted to do after an eight-hour drive. Of but course. I was like, fuck it. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know, it's Rob Zombie. It's his newest movie, 31. He had a lot of trouble getting the cut right. To have the crit or not critics, the fuck's it called? Censors, people, censorships, censor, yeah. whatever. Let him do an R rating. Like they would refuse to rate it R for a while, and he's he was pissed about it. But he made a, a cut of it that they got the rating. They put it in theaters for one night for one showing. Yeah. So yeah, it was a seven o'clock showing. I showed up. 
There was like 20 people there. That's it? Yeah. Man, I thought it was going to have a bigger fan base than that. No, it was a weird group of people, too. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Rob Zombie, but still. I right. thought he had a bigger cult following well, than just 20 people. There was like the heavy metal lovers that were all of a sudden showing up, and then right. like the Rob Zombie fan film guys, and then like nerds. Right. So I was sitting there in my Star Wars uniform. Uniform? <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, yeah, and there's just like metal people, which I, I'm also a fucking metal head, but I'm sitting there in my Star Wars uniform. Um, but <laughs> yeah, uniform. but <laughs> overall, very weak plot. It smells like it's burning. I'm on fire. <laughs> it smells like it's burning right now. Is she cooking something? She might be, yeah. All right, whatever. Let's keep going. At midnight. Sorry, guys. Um, Star Wars uniform. Oh, just the, the the week. It was a weak plot. For the first time, you know how he reuses actors and actresses. Yeah. Tired of it. Get the fucking get off the screen. Right. His wife. I was like, why does she have to be the main person again? Yeah. I wonder if he's. But she's not a bad actress. I wonder if they're weird. All weirdly connected. I don't wonder that's why. Like, oh. he, it's not obvious at all. Like, Dark Souls does this thing where the three games have different plot, different characters, different bosses, but some of the locations pop back up and some of the NPC characters pop back up. So they're like kind of weirdly interconnected. I wonder mm-hmm. if he's doing that. I don't know. He didn't do it well. Because even like House of Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, it's those not are like clearly, those are more connected, but it's not even. It's not like House of a Thousand Corpses 2. It's not like a direct right. sequel. It's the same characters, You know what I mean? Though. Same characters, and it kind of follows along. But I don't know. I just wonder if he's kind of weaving them all together in some weird way. Well, it's because or those like characters... Or alternate universes of this, like, Sherry's character. Maybe it's like an alternate uh, personality or something. I don't know. Just a thought. It, it I haven't was, seen 31, so we'll see. It was... It's like a it circus was weird. Theme. No... I thought it was like circusy. There, it's supposed to be about clowns, but it, there was n- pretty much nothing to do about circus. It was did, weird. So that didn't he you did open his... this whole segment by saying talking about movies that are well made? No, not well made. Oh, gotcha. Damn, you got me excited for a second. Uh, yeah, it was. It felt cheap. It felt really low budget. And he they they do an interview. Well, instead of doing like advertisements and uh, previews at the beginning of the movie, they just did a, like a ten minute interview oh, of him cool. making it. Which was cool, but he said it was super low budget. It was the lowest budget he's ever had. Lower he, than house? Yeah, and he said he what? made it in under 21 days. Wow. I would think that he's at the point where he can do it every once now. Yeah, but he's like not. Like he proved himself. That's weird, man. I did hear uh, Tommy Boy told me that he's not. he wasn't happy with the R-rated at all because it's not right. what it's supposed to be. So I wonder when it comes out, you can watch the full it was just, a, I don't think you can add anything to it to make me want to see it again. Was it really, like, gruesome and weird? Um, like, why did it have... It felt like Saw. Oh, really? Just unnecessary? A lot of it felt like Saw. Speaking so the basis, Saw. spoiler, but... Should I spoil it? I mean... No, I, I want to see it. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it's, it. Like, it's like a... It's almost forced classic Rob Zombie. You remember how De- Devil's Reject starts and they're kind of just like, tootie fucking fruit, and it's like... They're murderers, but it's like playful Goofy. and fun. Yeah, he that's the first. The characters that they they go through this movie, it, it's like forced. They're in a van. That's like the same fucking van, <laughs> the same character, the same actors and actresses, but they're different characters. Same letters, all of a sudden. same guy. 
And they're all just having fun, doing weird shit. There's a sex scene. I'm like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. He puts on a mask. I'm like, oh, my God, stop. Just stop. Um, <laughs> well, we'll yeah. just have to wait to see the unrated bullshit. There's some kill, kill scenes that are... It's awkwardly low budget. Like, I was like, why did you put this in? Really? It looks like it's on a fucking uh, iPhone. I was, like, so excited about that. Yeah, I didn't realize he was. it was, like, a low, extremely low budget, and he tried to pump it out in less than 21... It was, like, 21 days. It was something ridiculous. Did he do it on purpose that way? Yeah, I think so. I was gonna say, like, he's done the Halloween movies now. Like, he, he's allowed to do whatever he wants. Yeah, and in the interview, he was talking about, you know... Well, you know, we, we every movie that I made, we kind of figured something out. And this was the culmination of all of them into one. And I was just like, what, all the bad shit that you knew not to do? You put it in fucking one movie? I don't know. I was not impressed. That everyone that I was seeing it with, which was no one, but everyone else in the in the theater walked out quiet. Really? Like, yeah. I was like, good. I don't uh, think it was just me. I, I would still say go see it, and obviously if there's a you can't non, see it non-rated one, you have to wait. Right, but yeah. if, if you're gonna go purchase it, the non-rated one might be a tad better. But it was a weird plot. That's unfortunate. It was, and th- like I said, it was supposed to be about clowns. No circus at all. There's nothing about a circus. What? Oh well. It's very. It's Rob Zombie, saw, ish. That's kind of how it is. Oh, well, let's go back and watch House. Yeah. Of a Thousand Corpses, not the TV show House. House. <laughs> Did you ever watch House? No. I watched a few I never episodes. watched those, like, medical com- drama, yeah. drama, like comedies, medical dramas. Grey's Anatomy, no thank you. Everyone just dies and cries the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what fucking happens. Yeah. Sadness. Sadness insured. Um, iPhone comes out Friday. iPhone 7. Excited. They, so, they make such a big deal about it. It's interesting that they they still do that that yeah, way. Yeah, it's a thing. They do it every year, twice a I'm year. just trying to think of like any other company that does something like that. Like, think about like Windows. Like when they come out with a new thing, they don't even have like a release date, and everyone goes at, at that same day. It just all of a sudden you see like a commercial. Oh, we've got this new product. Right. That's about it. Yeah. Apple's been doing it that uh, way Apple, for a while. Apple does the whole event yeah. kind of deal. They have one in June and they have one in September. Yeah, interesting. But, yeah, I mean, there's nothing crazily revolutionizing about this one. Obviously, they got rid of the headphone jack, which everyone's pissed about. I could care less. It comes with Thunderbolt headphones, so I don't know why. Have you seen the... I saw a picture of the adapter. It was crazy unnecessary. It was you weird. Saw the wrong one. People are making fun of that. The one uh, that comes in the case is, like, that big. Yeah, it, it was... Well, it, yeah, into the Thunderbolt jack, and then it had a cable into another thing, and then it was, like, a... A third adapter that went from your yeah that's a third know. party adapter that people are making fun of oh. like it comes in the box that's not it it's like really tiny oh, it's okay. literally comes out and then there's like a connection for your headphones it's really hmm. small but anyways I don't know I'm just I'm always Apple fanatic so I'll be getting it mm-hmm. I'm just ready for a new phone I've had that one for two years so time to well, change why I, well, I was wondering if there's not anything revolutionary I was wondering why I may Maybe you wouldn't do something else. Well, this my thing's up on this one, and they finally did away with those two-year contracts, and they started, you start this uh, Apple program, and every 12 months, you you get to upgrade to the new phone. Okay. So you just basically pay monthly, and you get the phones. But it's like an, a- as an long Apple as thing? Want. Through Apple, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I start now, and then I, every year, I'll just pop the new one, and it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Also, I finally cracked my phone mm-hmm. for the first time. 
I don't know how that happened, but and you ever say a fucking scotch tape wrapped around it? Yeah, it's so crazy. This is well, it's it's the same cracked screen, but I cracked it once, had it fixed, cracked the bottom of this, and then cracked the middle of it. Yeah, how'd you crack it? I dropped something onto it. On top it. of it. Fuck. It was sitting on my desk at work. Oh. And I was looking at, at something over it, and I, it dropped on it and just went. That sucks. Yeah. So I was annoying. pretty pissed. Um, I, I, can, I have kind of like unlimited upgrades with my family plan, so. Do it. But that's why I kind of tried this one, because the Galaxy S5 and 6 were so similar. I didn't want to just get the same phone, so that's why I switched. But because... The six and the seven are so similar. I might go back. Yeah, to the there's Galaxy. nothing crazy different. I mean, they're the same exact size and shape. Right. The camera's new, obviously, and it's faster and whatever. They had like a the dual usual shit. dual camera, but it's every, got a dual camera. Yeah. Everything's gonna be upgraded, camera wise. Yeah. That's kind of the, just the standard. Exactly. Yeah. So Palpatine's pissed. He's foreseeing the future. <laughs> he already knows the iPhone I'm, eight. He already knows what I'm gonna drink tonight. You're gonna buy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, the Force Awakens effects stuff. There's like no, there was no other news that I could think of. Um, wasn't there a new Rebels is coming out? Season three of Rebels. Yeah, we got to get caught up on that bullshit. I am caught up on that. I don't I know where get you caught going. up on that bullshit. <laughs> I didn't you know you were read, watching Rebels. You got? I'm already. Yeah, I've, I've been done. With I knew it. you. Were, I knew you were finished Clone Wars. I didn't know you were watching Rebels at all. Rebels goes quick. Actually, I'm not sure if I went all the way through. I don't know if you have, man, because it's not on Netflix, and I don't have cable. It was on Netflix. No, it, it's uh, on Disney XD. Which yeah, and I can't is included on our cable, so oh, I could just log in. Oh shit! Yep, yeah. I haven't seen it for that reason. Um, that's a cool series. There was one very cringeworthy thing that I've I haven't talked to someone that wasn't bothered by it, but like everyone was like, "Why?" Yeah, you'll have that man, in Star Wars. It, well, it was just the same the, thing I feel about portions. The uh, I'm gonna fuck them up now. Interdictors the. I don't know. Star Destroyer? No. It's a fucking Inquisitor. The Sith Inquisitors. Oh. But there's like, all of a sudden there's like four or five of them. I thought there was only like the Inquisitor. Yeah, that's what I thought. But now there's like three or four or five of them now. Um, and he is a Sith Inquisitor? That's what they're labeled. Why are they making more shit up, man? But there's, so they have this Inquisitor lightsaber where they hold it in the middle. It's a circle and there's two lightsabers come out. So you can like hold a double lightsaber with one hand. Yeah. That's kind of cool. But then they get in trouble and they fucking hold it up and it twirls oh, like the helicopter and they fly you told away. Me that. Yeah, I was like, so fucking ridiculous. turn it off. It was my favorite episode too. Because Vader's. Dude, it's the Darth Maul episode with Vader against Ahsoka. I'm like, oh, oh this is amazing. Man, turn it off. Fucking like the penguin from Batman Returns. It's worse than that. <laughs> it was worse than that. But uh, yeah. Ridiculous. I'm going to keep trudging through, I think, the new Jedi Order books or the. Yeah. Jedi Order. yeah, the new gonna, Jedi Order. I'm gonna bank through Lords of the Sith and try to get moving on this new canon. I have uh, the Dark Empire, the second book, on my nightstand. I might go home and read that today. Sweetness. Um, and I'm still. I, did I tell you I'm getting through Christine? Yeah, I. Fu- that's one of my ago. favorite uh, movies by yep. him. Yep. One of the only movies by him. Everything else is kind of like, uh, like The Shining was done by what's his name, Kubrick. Well, he didn't direct Christine, did he? I don't know. That's what I mean. Probably not. He did. I thought he did direct um, one it. of the other Shining ones. He did it in his own. I could be wrong. I doubt it. I think you're wrong. Um, I thought you were reading Dark Tower. I got through Dark Tower. I'm. There's seven of them. 
I, got, I have the second one on audiobook, and I just I lost second interest. Second one's weird as fuck. Uh, They're I'm, all weird, but the second one's the hardest to get through. I'm where he's like behind this uh, heroin addict's eyeballs, and he's kind of like talking to him, and he's getting him. It's kind of weird. It's very. It's, the second one's really hard to get through because what happens is there's there's those three. The whole thing is that there's an alternate universe that's connected to actuality, like wherever Roland is. It's slightly connected to our actual reality. Yeah. So, and things, they connect in places that you have no idea. So I think right. he walks up and there's like a random door on the beach. Yeah. And he opens it and he pops into like New York and there's this like drug dealer or something crazy. Yeah. Drug addict. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, yeah, he, he walks through the door and he basically like walks into the head <laughs> right. of this drug dealer right. and he starts talking to him. Yeah. It's fucking it is. It's fucking weird. It's tripping I, off ass when he wrote that. Well, shit. I and I noticed that even in the first one where he meets that little boy who died in New York, and Roland's like, "What the fuck is New York? This kid's crazy." Right. Right. Well, that's what I was saying. Where I left off in the in the fourth one, I haven't finished the fourth one yet. They're they come out of this city, and it's still his like half like sci fi half fantasy world that Roland lives in. Yeah. But they see like highway signs for like St. Louis and shit. And like train tracks, it's so it's so crazy. Well, they do that, and I've I've said it before on the podcast. When the first part of the book, he walks into that desert city and he bangs that prostitute that's also the bartender. Yeah, and he's like, dude, and the piano's playing, yeah, yeah. playing Hey Jude. I'm like, wait, where and when is this? And it doesn't matter because it's nowhere and everywhere. Exactly. It's exactly what the whole and series is. It's and who Roland is. I didn't know what he was, represents. I didn't, like he, he finally catches up to the the man in black. The man in black, and it's just like, oh yeah. By the way, yeah, it's all real. It's all fake. And you're Jesus, and you're not Jesus. Does he exist? And there's a big pot tower. I'm and really. You're like, Wait a second. Is there stuff like <laughs> coded in this? Like, yeah. is, is Roland someone that I should know? He is, or isn't? Wait. Like I feel like, like does he represent someone in it, like, actual world that you well, should? Well, not like an actual person, but like is, does Roland represent like I don't know, like the Grim Reaper, or does Roland oh, represent like mean. something like that? And then when he caught the Man in Black, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get some answers. He's like, hey, there's there's three people, and you gotta go figure them out. And then he walks through doors right. on beaches. I'm right. like, where right. the fuck yeah, am I? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, uh, but it's it's interesting. It, 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 it it's very interesting. It keeps you going. Well, I like it because Roland's backstory is like. It's Western and fantasy. Like, yeah. he's a knight, but he doesn't ride a horse and have a sword. He has... He's a gunslinger. His, he's a gunslinger. He has two revolvers. Well, and they talk... And the way like, they talk about, like, their training and everything... Yeah. It's Where so, he has that like, hawk. Yeah, and it's, like, only... Like, you kind of have to have, like, the forest to use these guns, or else you're not... It's just really cool. Yeah, because he was talking to the kid about his past. Yeah. And how he became the gunslinger. Right. And he talks about these kids that he grew up with, and he... this. Hawk named Mark or something, and that, they all had to like train together and stuff. Yeah, and he he was the youngest one to beat the training. Like you're supposed to do it at 18, he did it at like 15, and uh, the trainer's like, "You dude, you're not gonna do this." And the, the trainer like, had like a whip or something that I always used, and Roland's just like, "Hey, I got this bird <laughs> that's about to die. I'm telling yeah. Mark to go eat your eyeballs out." <laughs> and he beats him. I'm like, "What the fuck does this have to do with gunslinging in the fundamental black?" The man in black. Men in Black. I know. It's, I just thought Men, Men in, in Black. Black yeah. yeah. Um, I'm really interested as to how the movie's gonna like be portrayed. I don't know, man. Stephen King seems like he's very unimpressed with every movie that's been made off of his books. Like even like The Shining, which made it big. I swear to God, there's another Shining that's not. It's zero percent popular. 
But there's another version of it that he directed the way he wanted it, and not everyone hated it because he's not a fucking director. Right. But yeah, he was he was pretty upset about the the Shining. He didn't like the Shining. I guess he. It, I mean, you make a baby, and someone makes it and of makes course. it different, and they it's slightly different. And he changes characters a little bit, and then that goes crazy. That's why George Lucas didn't like Force Wagons. I mean, you got to be salty at some point. You know, I created this universe, and JJ comes walking in. Motherfucker just made four billion. I did Star Trek, and then and then he does this <laughs> and blows it out of the water, and Luke's, Lucas is like. Maybe I shouldn't have approved Jar Jar. Fuck, man. <laughs> what did I do? What did I do? But yeah, so I know who the gunslinger is, and I know who the man in black is for the movie, who they cast. Do you know Idris Elba? Look him up. Black British guy. He's, He's going to be the man in black? The Wire, I think it's called. Oh, I think I know. Yeah, now that you say The Wire. Um, let's just do well, he could be Dark the, the, Tower movie. The cop in The Wire? or I've never seen it. He's in The Office, too. That's where I know him from. Uh, this guy right here. They yeah, did some he's, shots of he's it. like the drug kingpin in The Wire. That's cool. I like him. And um, Matthew motherfucker is uh, Man in Black. Wait, he's the gunslinger? He's the gunslinger. Oh, that's cool. A black gunslinger. gunslinger. And then Matthew McConaughey is the Man in Black. Yeah. He's he's a fucking talented motherfucker, fucking, dude. He makes me mad because I never really liked him, but he just absolutely kills. Even the small things like in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, uh, that was so, it was so awesome. weird. And I I just saw another movie that he's gonna be in, and it looks fucking amazing. Yeah, he's really good. Interstellar, he, he goes, obviously, I rave. He about. goes searching for some gold, and he has like a, a dream that, about like a, a location, and he builds this empire based. On, and he looks fucking weird. He's like half bald. Really? Oh my god! I'm so, I so want to see it because he's so good and everything. But I thought it was really the casting was really interesting. Because oh, again, is he dressed as the Man in Black right there? Yeah. Yep. I kind of pictured him more with like a uh, like a head thing too. That's the weird thing. Like I wonder if Stephen King is making himself more involved in this on purpose or something. Because when I pay, when I read the book, I think the Man in Black. I think like, like a robed character. Like a young Gandalf-ish thing, but like evil Gandalf in all black robes, and he's like a wizard. Not like Gandalf wizard, but he has like magical powers. Obviously, he's like in this kind of new, weird, modern, sci-fi, western fucking fantasy world. You know what's funny is I kind of pictured like like an evil priest. Like with a full, like kind of like kinda Emperor like Palpatine, but just like young. Like just a full head dress That's probably thing. what I should have said instead of Gandalf. Evil Gandalf. Yeah, like Palpatine. Let me look at some more of these. Oh, why is it canceled? What? He looks sweet as the gunslinger. I don't think they canceled it. They were going to make it a while ago, and they canceled that. They are, there's a graphic novel of The Dark Tower 2 that I did not know about. There's a whole really? graphic novel series. God, Maybe I kind of like to get that, that better. But yeah, I need to go get back into this shit. Oh, there's the kid, Jake. Interesting. Yeah, I'm excited for this oh, shit. Oh, what, what there? What's the, the man in black fled across the desert? It's, yeah, that's the first pit, chapter. See, there's a lot of stuff that they, you know, even the setting of it. Like when he goes the to desert. that when he goes to that little village and yeah. he kills all the people. Yeah, he ends up murdering everything. He keeps asking them where the man in black went, and they're like, "Oh, they, he went beyond the desert." And he keeps asking, where, "What's beyond the desert?" Nothing. And like, does that represent something? Like people just assume there's nothing beyond this point of life or something. And he keeps walk keeps walking with the kid, and he finally gets to beyond the desert, and then he gets to this like. Like flourishing rainforest part, like on the the, the mountain, yeah. and then he goes into that cave with the kid. I'm like, where the fuck? <laughs> it's crazy how you can picture something. It's almost forcing me to put my own 
opinions and like ideas into it to complete the pieces that right. he doesn't explain, which is cool. Yeah. But that it's kind of weird because I'll get something out of it that you won't. Well, that's what I mean. That's why it's weird. It's and it's really well written because I pictured something totally freaking different than what they're doing. And then even the way you describe some of the parts, I'm like, man, I didn't get that out of it at all. And then this is like the artwork for it. Like that's the gunslinger. That's why that's why I was saying cuz they're that's on the front of the book that I'm reading. Yeah. And that's why I was surprised that it was he was going to be a black right. gunslinger. But I, he looks sweet. Yeah, he looks... They he looks like an old western badass blade. Yeah, <laughs> he does. Killing the man in black instead he of He kind of looks, uh, in that picture... Um, like a pirate? No, well, yeah, from uh, Jesus. What's the uh, game? The, Caribbean? the game. Assassin's Creed. Assassin, he looks like an Assassin's Creed character. Yeah, that's cool, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. And last thing before I go away, I want to see what the release date is. Yeah, after this, we'll we'll leave you on the a good note on the gunslinger. The end of episode 75. Is it called the gunslinger? I don't know. Or is it called the Dark Tower? Dark Tower 2017. <laughs> Gonna see this shit before episode eight, boy. Oh wow, that's coming in February. Wait, what? It's coming in February. February 17th. Oh shit! I can't wait, dude. I'm so excited. I gotta, I gotta get back and read those. Yeah, yeah it says it's been updated uh, at the end of July. So I guess yeah, right now the release date. I even have like the Dark Tower encyclopedia have you thing. Been to that? You not use all it? of it. No, not all of it. But it's so detailed. It's so, it's fucking ridiculous. But anyways, awesome. So if you haven't read the Dark Tower and you're in for something really difficult and weird you should check it out well okay I'm gonna even this, if you just read the gunslinger by itself that's a really good standalone book well I, i'm gonna put this in perspective because perspective. i listened to the gunslinger on audiobook i tried two or three times to get through the book and i got stuck up when he, he was still in the fucking village and i was just like i'm so lost yeah so the audiobook just forced me to get past that and it was fine because i kept looking for like details that weren't there i was like i need an answer because they did this whole thing spent fucking four hours on this bartender oh, yeah. and she means nothing to anything. I know. And sometimes he'll give you something in the first book and not answer it until like the third book. <laughs> it's fucking, yep. So, yeah. The audiobook actually helped me get through it, but the audiobook was also, the first one was like eight hours. I listened to um, the New Jedi Order book, three hours. So just to give you an idea mm-hmm. of how much content's there, Yeah, it's a eight hours worth of just audiobook. So, yeah, that's crazy. Does the kid, spoiler alert if you haven't read and if you care, Jake dies in Gunslinger, right? Yeah. Because at the end of that tunnel cave, uh, yep, they're, they're on that hand cart and they're pushing and they get to this spot where they need to jump. And Roland makes the jump barely. And he said, you know, I can try to help the kid. I think the cave was closing or something. Oh, no, 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 no. It was uh, the trestle that it was on was collapsing. And he did. He didn't have time to like throw Jake, so he, he saved himself to find the gunslinger, Man in Black. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So there's. I don't. I don't want to give anything away. But all right. Jake dies. Spoiler. <laughs> no, I mean, I, there was something else off of that. I don't want to give anything away. It's weird because that's a cool relationship because that was like the first time Roland actually trusted someone. He started like telling him about his past, right? And then just let him go at the drop of a hat. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Gotta save himself, man. Yeah. So Keep February, the eye on the prize. February 17. Awesome. That's Jake. There he is. 
I'm so excited to see the the setting in the movie. Like right. everything's so fucking weird and all over the place and doesn't have to make sense. Oh, that's the bar that he's. What a weird. Because I thought it was like full Western bar, which it kind of looks like, but it kind of looks like a rave going on in a Western bar. <laughs> kind of looks like a little bit of like Diagon Alley. <laughs> yeah, like it's new age, but it's old. <laughs> right. New technology, but it's old. Cool. I'm excited. Wow. The fact that they got a big name like Matthew McConaughey, that means they're putting a lot of money in this. Yeah. Well, they've been trying to make this shit for a while now. So All right. Nerds, it's been fun. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being part of the squadron. It's been fun. It's been real. It hasn't been real fun. It wasn't beer this time, so it's been half real. <laughs> it's been half. half it's real. not even an official episode, so. Awesome. Well. Episode 75. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Rogue Squadron Podcast. If you guys want to go on the website, RogueSquadronPodcast.com, and check out all of our extra stuff. We have EU extras that where we dive into different characters, species, bunch of it, um, and we kind of talk about... Uh, that stuff in depth we also do fanboy commentary where mm-hmm. we chat along and yell along to the classic Star Wars movies and mm-hmm. we have also added the 90s Batman films so um, sweetie, you can sync that up using uh, our website and just listen to us rave along the movies that we all love so that is it I am Mopar I am Commander Cody thank you guys for tuning in bye <laughs>